Break radio, a radio. I don't have an R word ready. That's not rendezvous. Okay, that was. I don't know what that was. Rendezvous. Rendezvous. I was. You never had one. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, we're okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What are we holding on for now? The intros are very, very outdated. <laughs> That's not what they actually hear. I don't care. Because I was going to ask. That's for the live people. Yeah, does, that's just for the live people. Does, okay. Does well, Nika, outdated. Is Nika in the intro? She's not. Oh. Can we keep it that way? Yeah, it's a good thing. I, I actually, I would have to go back and, I have to go back and cut new stuff. Nika. I, I'm going to just make a whole new intro. Nika, say something and dumb Nika will, intro. And Nika will, Nika will be on the it's intro. Dumb. Oh, it looks like Cerberus. Uh, for those that uh, don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about this monstrosity uh that's happening on the live stream uh subscribe to us at uh, twitch.tv slash limit break radio if you'd like to join us for these live streams you know what i noticed is that you know we started doing our show live from aorzia and suddenly why started copying us suddenly all of these other shows are doing live from aorzia bits too so that's an interesting trend that we have set it is an interesting trend Hmm. we've been doing it live from places since the beginning I actually think there was probably another show that did it before us, but whatever, Shut it doesn't the matter. Fuck up. <laughs> How can you make that voice with your friggin' parasite? Yeah. It was it the helps. it was the parasite. It was the parasite made that noise. Oh my god. That's terrifying. The parasite. How do we know if we're talking to, to Juxta or the or parasite position? Can I be my intro now? <laughs> <laughs> he just wants anything except the small penis. That oh the that too but also you can be Flame Lord Kala Landis. I can now. Actually, yeah. yeah, now that one actually is a little bit now I'm, uh, outdated. I'm, so. I'm Kala Landis, the last resort. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Uh, so I'm just going to swivel the Warmonger juxtaposition. <sighs> Big grunt. Yeah. Think that, hard. That, that isn't your <laughs> headache. <laughs> Well, I can't have the camera pointed in the other direction because people are deciding to be dicks. So All they have to do is run behind you. Yeah, it's not hard. Yeah, well, and then I'll change it again. This will be fun. This will be a fun episode. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Or they could all just stand or on it could be, sides. It so could be Nika everywhere. that does it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would be me. Goal. There we are. <laughs> Goal accomplished. All right, so uh, welcome, welcome to the show, uh, part two. Thanks for everyone who was uh, hanging out during the break, just kind of listening to music. The reason that the break is so long, it is ridiculously hot in this studio right now. So uh, it, I don't even know the point of leaving because it's just got instantly as hot again as it was when we left. It it, it really is just as just as hot. Um, so. Uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for putting up with us on, uh, on the break and everything. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you'd like to join us, if you'd like to be a caller, we're going to try to bring callers in again. Uh, we had a little bit of trouble with this in part one, but we're going to try this again in part two. Uh, if you'd like to be a caller, add us on Skype. The, uh, Skype name is Limit Break Radio, uh, and then send us a Skype message, uh, with your, uh, character name and server. That's really all the info we need. Uh, but if you'd like to include what you want to talk about, that would be helpful as well. Or, and I know that you can't include any of this, uh, extra info if you're 
doing this, but uh, you can call us by phone at 810-515-8715, the number to call, uh, and you'll reach us. And if we can, if we're at a point where we can take the call, we'll take the call, uh, and uh, hopefully it won't uh, it won't pause the call or throw it into chaos or put us in the echo hole or uh, whatever it's doing. Echo hole. Don't you remember that from last it time? Happens. Yeah. Oh, is, it, is that is that what we're calling that? That's what I'm going to call it. It's the echo hole. Um, and seriously, Juxta, what the fuck is going on with your monkey? It's been, it's been teleported. It's, it's a thing that exists in two places at once. Schrodinger's Opu Opu. (laughs) (laughs) On my screen, it's on his shoulder. (laughs) Kylo's got a monkey and Jax's got a monkey on their shoulders. Where's your monkey, Nika? Where is your monkey? Oh, your monkey's under the table. I've got a kobold baby thing. That's dumb. It is dumb. It's It's also, no, it's terrifying. It's cute. I can't. I can't see its front. But where is your monkey? I don't have any. Why don't you have out. a monkey? I don't have any companions. Because out. you have dumb companions. Uh, Get a maybe. monkey. I don't really care about companions. We will rename the show Limit Monkey Radio. <laughs> <laughs> monkey, monkey, monkey. Uh, so, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, it's been a week. Uh, hope hope you're enjoying your tome reset and uh, you're grinding a lot of bro flex. What week is it going to be? Hold on, let me check. Huh? What week is it going to be? This is this is going to be two. This is not. This is going to be a week from Tuesday. A week from Tuesday. A week from this upcoming Tuesday. So that should be when patch two point three comes out. Two point three. Oh, really? Two point three. Have there we? Uh, wow. Two point three drops on the eighth. Yeah, the eighth. That's that's Tuesday. That's actually. Oh, that's oh. Well, happy two point three day. Day. Happy two point three day. Go get those Hildebrand quests done. Okay. That's the main thing. Except <laughs> I will not be here today because I am, will be in California. Ha ha. You're dumb. Not playing 2.3 right away. You're dumb looking. Cry. And what? sounding. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what warranted that? Uh, probably the fact that you didn't save Kylo's Snapchat of juxtaposition on your cellular telephone. <laughs> Uh, the parasite craves apple juice. Oh my god! So, uh, so happy two point three update day. Uh, I guess that's the yeah. That is, is, is. Oh, and buying your fan fest tickets day. Oh yeah, that is also an important day. Uh, hopefully, you that yeah. This would be the first official day of sales for fan fest for people uh, who have active accounts. For, so. Yes. So if you. Didn't have if you don't have an active account if you're listening live and you don't have an active account right now and you want to go to FanFest you might want to consider reactivating your account um, but uh, but yeah a lot of a lot of things coming down uh, today it's kind of weird to talk about <laughs> something in the present that is so in the distant future um, haha but two, uh, two weeks is distant future uh, well yeah a little bit well when it's something as big as an update. And trying to talk about it currently. That's what she said. Yeah. What? 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 That's what she said. She said it's a big update. There's something big about an update. She she said that. She literally just said that. You heard her. <laughs> what what relevance does that have to now? I, I'm just pointing out that, that she said that. He said that. Yeah. Right. High five. No. All right. Fist bump. Stop taking my fist bump. <laughs> All right. Well, we're we're gonna take a caller here. We're going to take a break here. So. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Hello? <laughs> ah, the echo hole, 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 hole. Wow, the echo hole. Hey, uh, 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 Eldrick Velcrum uh, from Goblin. How you doing? Doing pretty good. How are you guys? Uh, good, good. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio today. No problem. All right. Well, Great so, show. Love listening to you guys. Thanks, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. We, we do appreciate it. So what do you want to talk about today? Um, I had a question about what you guys know about the whole chocobo raising. You know, you guys had mentioned that there is a, uh, you have to have a garden slot on your free company house. Do you know if you're going to have to remove one of your garden slots in order to raise your chocobo, or will it be allowed a third slot? Because we have a medium Ooh. house, so. That's a great question. That's yeah. a good question. That is a really good question. I don't. And our answer is, we have no clue. We don't have a clue. We you don't. wasted We're... your one limit break wish. <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> I expect better of you guys. You were at E3. Come on. We were we not. Were? We were not at E3. Oh, thank you. I uh, wish we were at E3. 
I, no, actually, we 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 had no representation out of E3. We were like everyone else. We were sitting by our computers and watching uh, live streams and Twitter streams and stuff like that. We uh, we had we had no official presence out at uh, at E3. That. That I believe would fall to Fusion X. Fusion Y. Fusion Y. Fusion X. Fusion as in why are we bothering to bring him up? Fusion. More like losing. Am I right? Oh, you <laughs> are right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Chocobo Racing looks pretty cool. I'm trying to figure out how they're going to work into racing with the Golden Saucer. It's something that we're really looking forward to. Yeah, uh, the Golden Saucer has been something that's been mentioned, but not expanded on at all. We don't really have a whole lot of uh, uh, a whole lot of uh, info on the Golden Saucer. So. Uh, but it, it, it that does sound like something that's going to be cool. It, it is reminiscent of when they added Chocobo Racing to uh, to FF11, and hopefully it's going to be no, something that, something FF11, better. It was just like terrible. Let's. Terrible. It's like horse racing where you bid on it. Right, right. Well, but they, they also said it's going to have an element of gambling, too. So I have to wonder if you're going to just be able to bet on Chocobo Racing or if they're going to add some other kind of mini game along with the Golden Saucer. Because to me, when you uh, the Golden Saucer implies something much more than just a Chocobo betting track. It, it impl- implies like a, mini giant, game. a casino. Saucer. A casino. Motorcycle. Sword. Snowboarding game. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking speaking of shit that was announced at E3 that nobody asked for. Submarine game? Yeah. No, the motorcycle bike game. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. The arm wrestling game. <laughs> no, that, what about that Koopo Nut game? Where Koopo you like, Nut! Koopo Nut! <laughs> where you romance the Moogles? Yes. Uh, so Nika wants to romance the Moogles <laughs> and give them her Koopo Nut. <laughs> no, actually, what I'm bummed about is it doesn't seem like you get to raise a chocobo from a baby. You have to raise your companion, which is already a full-grown chocobo. So, please look forward to it. <laughs> well, I hope they uh, allow it so you can enter your own chocobo in those chocobo races. I mean, what's the point of raising it if you can't get your own bird? Right? Yeah. No, no, no. I totally agree with that. They're just laying down the groundwork for now, and then they'll build up on it. It's like Reverend's toll. <laughs> please Except look not. Please look forward to it. <laughs> Magic golden words. Uh so uh so Aldrich, what's uh what are you looking forward to most about what you know about two point three? Uh well kinda of looking forward to the, the housing, see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. These uh free company rooms. I saw screenshots of the Crystal Tower, the new Crystal Tower. It looks awesome. Yeah, the uh, screenshots so- really do make it look really impressive. They did some great zone design on those. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see when it gets here. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for the call, Aldrich. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening to. Hey, uh, can I give a shout out to my free company real fast? Of Absolutely course. not. Of course, of Stars course. Stars of Destiny on Goblin. If you're on Goblin, come and join us. Sweet. Shout out to uh, Stars of Destiny. Thanks for uh, thanks for the call, Aldrich. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You too. I thought he said Sharks of Destiny at first. <laughs> you guys should think about a name change. Shark, shards. sharks of Destiny. Shards, 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 shards of Destiny. I didn't even hear okay, that. Okay, well, correctly. it should definitely be Sharks of Destiny. <laughs> change that shit up. Raptors of Destiny. Yeah, if it doesn't have rap, if it doesn't have raptors in the title. Sharks. Um, nom nom. Bloodfin raptors. Raptors over sharks, dude. No, that, that's fine, but we're the raptors. Yeah, right, just, right, right. You can't yeah, just copy yeah, yeah. our shit. The raptors, we will come to your house are and cut you. Riding the sharks. <laughs> what? Raptors riding the I sharks. I said we'll come to their house and cut them, Nika. <laughs> what don't you understand about come this? Come on. There can only be one raptor shell, Nika. It is not that complicated. Tiny dinosaur lady. Oh, man. I'm scared. <laughs> Except, aren't you like D Box now? The douche boxes? <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Did, didn't didn't uh, someone change uh, your link shell name to the D box or something? No, it's box D. Oh, box D, D box. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, so now you're a box douche. <laughs> I can explain. That. Box it's of douches. No, there's there's no need for you to explain anything. We got it. We got it. <laughs> uh, it was always our thing with my friends. <laughs> there was always our thing to be douche box. <laughs> box b and box c but there was never a box d so we made box d okay shut up get out (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I like I like Carletta's comment. Put your D in a box. <laughs> it's my dick in a box. No, it's just a box. That's all it is. Oh my god! How is my water warm already? This is ridiculous. Because we are on the sun. Oh. <laughs> oh god. It's okay. I spilled my water all over me, and it was freezing. Oh, lim- why did we get that Snapchatted? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh uh, well. <sighs> it is very, very warm in here. The next time we uh, do an episode, we should just have everyone have moogles out and they'll be swimming around the table. I am not going to participate in the summoning of King Mogglemog. Why? I loots. wish you could summon Mogglemog with enough moogles. We get loot. <laughs> here, I'll get mine out. They can dance together. Uh, don't ruin it. There's only two. Uh, all right. So, uh, <laughs> so... The, uh, an, an article, not an article. It was uh, it was a post by a Japanese player, and the uh, Japanese the uh, the translation, uh, uh, the subsequent translation by Emily M on the official Square Enix forums. Uh, the this post made the rounds in the FF14 community uh, over a couple of uh, a couple of weeks, and uh, it was a uh, I, I don't know I, w- I wouldn't necessarily call it a scathing criticism, but it was definitely a strong criticism of the way that uh, FF14 Endgame currently works. And uh, and I wanted to take a second to uh, to talk about this article because, I, I mean, I feel like we've talked about a few of these things in the past, mm-hmm. um, but uh, this is a really good uh, chance to kind of expand on this. And I think that this article brought up some really good points that, that we haven't necessarily brought up in the past. Um, so... Uh, it, I, Nero? What? Can I go to the bathroom first? Seriously? You are a woman. God, do you have like the bladder size of a thimble? That was a really long break and you completely avoided the bathroom for this moment. No, he went to the bathroom. I did. I went to the bathroom. Uh, so so we've got a tap dance while you go pee. Or you can bring in another caller. Or you're just waste just quit wasting time and go pee. You're a waste. You know, he was like this on the way to A Sun. He had to stop like 800 times. In the- Seriously? Yes, he was. Oh. I'm going to like have cancer on my bladder, and when do you guys going to feel really bad about this? Mark my words. Mark them. How about this right now? Why would, you, why would you even say that? Because I'm a terrible person. That's a lose-lose, because if you don't have cancer, then we get to brag, but if you do have cancer, you still have cancer. But I'll be right. <laughs> Wait. Right with cancer. Right with cancer. I don't want to talk about people having cancer. That's just not cool. <laughs> not even Kahlo? No, not even Kahlo. Oh, God damn it. We actually, actually have to wait for him, or can we just say fuck him? <laughs> well, he doesn't do Endgame anyway, so yeah, we can probably just move on. <laughs> I don't know. Me and him went through a Titan hard mode the other day. Oh, oh, oh. look out. <laughs> actually, look out, big how hard Titan hard mode is in duty roulette still I, I yeah it. well in roulette sure I could see Ugh. I could see that I mean god I had uh what was I running in roulette that I that I had I, I oh uh, it was um uh copper bell hard I ran I tried to That's run hard I ran last night in uh in roulette and they couldn't they got past the first boss and then they couldn't get past the second boss. What? I know, right? The the one with the, <laughs> the biggie? The one with no DPS requirement? Yes. Yeah. The the healer kept dying. I don't know why. Probably because the tank couldn't keep um, Biggie off him. Tank? Okay. No, the, Biggie yeah. just runs around. Yeah. Well, he targets he, you with like, he the Titan Slam. He targets the tank with the, with the AoE. So, yeah. as long as... so as long as the tank isn't near the healer, it should be fine. And Nero, I was nowhere. I every time I tank that fight, I always uh, direct the uh, the rock slides. I always direct them towards the exit of the. See, I always end up having to do everything in that fight because people sometimes really suck. So I'll be the person doing the bomb and directing the AoEs and tanking, and it's. So well, what can we get here, Miss Wonder Woman? So uh, hang on, I, I also I, I also uh, had an interesting run in last night with uh, with this phenomenal douche nozzle that uh, we were speed running uh, Mythflocks, 
and uh, and he goes, eight minute runs is getting too long, guys. Like, what is your fucking threshold? We were able, you know, to no, get to the second boss. Six minutes, six minutes is fucking yeah. nonsense. It's hard. I usually get it in six, six and a half. Six minutes. Six minutes is really hard. I mean, I'm not. I'm not complaining, but like. If we were at 10 minutes, 12 minutes, fine, I get that. But eight, you're going to sit here and bitch about eight? Bitch, openly bitch and complain. Eight's too, eight, like he chastised the fucking party. Like, eight's too long, guys. Bye, see ya, good luck. What uh, job was he? Uh, DPS. So it didn't didn't end up being a big deal. Yeah, he was a black mage. Frank something or other is on the Sergeant Tannis server. Big middle finger to you. Fuck you. Frank. Fuck all the Franks. (laughs) Douche canoe. Unless your real name is Frank. What? No, his character name was Frank. It was Frank something or other. Douche canoe? Douche canoe. Like, as you're going down the the river in a canoe. (laughs) Made of douches. No, I think I think the canoe is to provide safe transport upon a river of douche. Oh, okay, that that makes sense. I can envision a douche that. canoe. Okay, yeah, okay, douche so, canoe. Okay, that's that's how oh, I. See but wait, it. but wait, so, no, because so, you're calling him the douche canoe, so that would make him useful. He's more like a douche river, and you need a canoe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I I I totally agree with Fusion X, who says, "Who names their fucking character Frank?" Maybe his real You're name is running Frank. my immersion, People Frank. Want to ruin our immersion. Running my immersion. <laughs> um, I need to say something. Remember the shout out that I gave at the end of the last episode? Mm-hmm. My friend didn't hear it, so I have to give her a shout out again. Ugh. Shouting out so to she you. She wasn't there. You know who you are. Fail. Wink, wink. You said I know you're there. She wasn't there. Well, she was there. She just wasn't listening completely. So she wasn't there. She was also watching MythBusters. I guess we just can't compete with MythBusters. MythBusters versus Limit Break Radio. MythBusters? No. We're kind of MythBusters. We're we're busting the tomes. 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 With a B. (laughs) It's not a tomb. It's a tome. Tomes. So, now, ten minutes later, after you've apparently peed, probably Snapchatted. I have a new Tinder message. Snapchat on the toilet, please, God, no. No. <laughs> Snapchat when I get back. Actually, I'm not Snapchatting, I'm just texting now. Uh, stop it. it! Fucking phone's outside, God damn it! I am a very busy person, Nero. I, I have a book deal to He has lots and lots of girls to not go on dates with. <laughs> I'm going on one this Tuesday, thank you very much. I thought you were asking what I was doing Tuesday. Uh, yeah, so that I could not hang out with you. Let me know when you close the deal. Anyway, uh, so uh, getting back to this uh, this post that made the rounds of the internet uh, and the uh, FF14 community talking about the current state of Endgame and uh, bringing to light a lot of the same complaints that we have uh, that that we've. Um, uh, brought uh, brought to the table before, and especially in comparison between FF11 and FF14, uh, I, I think that's where the the greatest uh, you know discrepancy and and also probably the greatest context base is uh, is going to be. Um, so uh, one of the the first the first thing that I kind of wanted to talk about uh, was this uh, this term that uh, that was brought up, and and I love. The way that they put it, because uh, it, it's it's really great. This team jump roping, um, this idea that uh, we're not really learning fight mechanics, we're memorizing steps in terms of what order these mechanics are going to appear in, and we're just repeating the same order. And your success or failure rate is going to be based on whether or not all of your team members can follow this particular order. And and uh, I guess Japanese players have been referring to this as team jump roping, uh, like when you've got a... Uh, uh, avoid dive, dive bombs in turn five, or you've got to dodge way to the land. And I, that's a that's a great way to kind of visualize what's going on here, because all of you guys have got to be moving in unison to avoid a single mechanic, and that mechanic usually comes at one static point over and over again. So, I mean, do you guys do you guys agree with this assessment that the static nature of a lot of these fights makes it so repetitive that? Endgame players are getting bored by the content? I think that the biggest problem with it is the fact that it's one or the other. You know, you either avoid it or you don't and die. 
Right. I don't think it would be as bad if it wasn't a one-shot kill type deal. Right. No, right. I, I I completely agree because it is it is sort of like you know um, it, there it's it's very unforgiving. You you are one step out of pace with the uh, you know with the uh, uh, pattern, and you're gonna fail. And that is so unforgiving, and they have to start a fight all over again. You know, if you're if you're at the last ten percent of of Titan or something, or or Leviathan. Leviathan's even worse. Somebody gets somebody important gets knocked off the platform. Um, you're you're just you're fucked. You you got to start all over from the beginning. Um, so I, you know, Juxta, do you do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, I want you to talk a lot. Because I know it's really easy for you right now. Well, every time I talk, I have to like check my my upper of my mouth to make sure I'm not bleeding again. <laughs> God. But I feel like we can still have mechanics like Titan, but instead of having be always this, then this, then this, then this, then this, they can switch it up. Like have the first uh, first attack be either a mountain buster or plumes or a landslide. And then the next one be something else. And if it like happen, like if like something would happen like too many times in a row, they can just like change it or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to. Talk. I feel like in FF11 it should be randomized. Like they had TP moves, but you never knew what was coming, and you had to be prepared for it. Well, because the mobs themselves had to the be building is, their TP. The exactly. And the instant white mechanics, or it's. So that's what they need to change is the insta-wipe mechanics. That's not fun. Memorizing and then losing because one person makes one mistake isn't fun. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Nika, uh, you're our resident uh, endgame expert here. Uh, What's your opinion on getting petrified? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I agree with a lot of the points, actually. I mean, the main thing they were saying is basically that we as players are fighting against the mechanics versus the actual enemies. Right. And that the the hardcore players, they spend, you know, how much time bashing their heads into it just to memorize it and get bored. I mean, even now, we're done with T6 through 8 in a day, and then the rest of the week we're just learning T9. And once we beat T9, it's going to be, you know, everything in a day, and then the rest of the week we don't play. And I know that's a lot of what's going on right now with people in my link shows. They'll do T6 through 9 in one or two days, and then they literally say, okay, bye, I'll log off, see you next week. And it it does get pretty boring, I think, for the end game. And then what they were saying is that the middle ground players is it's all frustration because you've got those few players that can do it and those few players that can't. And there, I've seen a lot of um, a lot of drama, like oh, you can't do this. Our whole group's gonna break. And I mean, it's just ridiculous. Well, yeah, because it's it's an all or nothing situation. It, it really it, is. And the biggest point they brought up about Final Fantasy XI, which is the one thing I do miss about it, is that if you couldn't make your raid time based on a real-life event, nobody gave a shit. It was right. like, oh, sorry, guys, I can't make Dynamis. I've got to go to a family event. And they're like, no, Biggie, we've got 37 other people here. You know? <laughs> right, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if you manage to make it, you can just hop in halfway through the raid, where but here... when you're fighting mechanics, yeah. zero raids like that. Like yeah. Zero. And here you have eight members who have gotten especially when it comes down to like T67 where there's a couple different ways to do it. Your group gets your flow. You never make a mistake. It's perfect. One person can't be there. You screw the entire team over because not only do they have to find a replacement, they have to teach them the way that they do it. Right. Or who knows if this replacement's going to be any good at all. And it's it's very frustrating even for the endgame players in that case. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I completely agree with that. And, uh, and it seems like events that they've tried to design more where, it, you know, you don't need to have, not everyone has to be on the same page. Those end up becoming so easy in, you know, the, the pendulum swings so far in the other direction that nobody bothers to, whoever bothered to have a static or anything even close to a static for Crystal Tower. No one. Right. No one. And so it becomes so easy that the pendulum swings the other way and everyone just queues up through duty finder. And then that's I mean, that's I, I, I don't think that that's as fun as, you know, trying to do something with, uh, you know, with your friends. And and I think that another big criticism that exists uh, is that there isn't enough 
um, enough content to really do with a solid group of friends. Um, it's either all based in a pickup or uh, based in a, 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 you know, some kind of a static that's then limited to eight people. You know, there's a lot of limiting factors in terms of how y- you decide to play your game here. Uh, I'll agree with that to to certain extents. I don't know if I'd say that there's not enough content because I, I feel like there's a pretty good spread of of stuff to do. I guess it just depends on, depends on how you're looking at it. I mean, you know, when we actually get the time to play with each other, we have fun, you know, running Absolutely. Brave Flocks or, or running Brave Flocks. Right. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I think... Don't forget when we uh, do speedruns of Brave Flocks. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, when we yeah. do Brave Flocks. That's an important one, not yeah. to forget. But, you know, if... I think... Take Coil, for example. If it wasn't just the fact that, you know, we would have to, like, sit down and memorize a bunch of stuff. We probably would. If we could just jump into it, we probably would do it a lot more. You know, the uh, the day that me and you, uh, I don't know if Juxa was with us. I think it was just me and you. But we did a few uh, runs of Coil Turn 1, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. And we that did was pretty cool. And, and, it, yeah. and, and it was pretty easy. But obviously, I'm sure that the further along you get, the more unforgiving it is. And you can't just jump in, you know, for a couple runs here and there and, I guess, hope to really get something accomplished now right right i mean I, I understand that they've made quite a few of them easier i did uh turn one again a few weeks ago and it's literally just kill the ads uh sack pull all the trash mobs and then kill the snakes and you ain't gonna even got to worry about ads anymore so i mean it's super easy now right but uh, i also understand that not all of them have been nerfed down like that right so. right no, but you're, I mean, you're right, Nika, when you think back to FF11 and, and the days of Dynamis, there was really no point at Dynamis where you had a solid static and only those people needed to go because no one else could possibly learn the, the fight mechanics. It was it was enough out of other places in FF11, the, the, the mob mechanics and the boss mechanics. So that yeah, you didn't you didn't have to memorize an exact pattern, and I think that the two clutch points for people at 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 this point are Titan Extreme and Turn Five. Those are the two points where people feel really really stuck, and they can't just Duty Finder past it. And that's that's kind of a pro. I think that that's kind of a problem. If Duty Finder is going to be there, it should exist as a as a reasonable. Uh, you know, as a reasonable alternative to to forming a static, and and maybe even Titan EX might might be struck off that list fairly shortly because even I was able to clear Titan EX uh, while drunk while drunk on uh, <laughs> on a duty finder. Um, so, I, I, but now, are there ways to fix this? Like, in in terms of the way that FF14 is structured. And the way that the fights have been presented so far, is there a way that the fights could be presented a bit differently or the mechanics could be structured a bit differently? I know, Kahlo, you had said earlier that, you know, just mechanics appearing in different order or a random well, order. Well, first thing that they need to do is get rid of maybe not all together. You know, I mean, there can be like, you know, one big you you're going to die if you don't do this move here. Like, for example, in the final boss of Crystal Tower, you know, giant fucking holographic wall going up and you see a huge charging bar get the fuck out of that that's fine right right but just throwing in like all kinds of horrible things that are gonna one hit kill you almost instantly should not be in there And you can say things like well all you have to do is memorize them but there's some players out there that even memorizing them they just they don't have their their latency their latency doesn't allow for it Uh, a friend of mine that's on our server who lives in england I feel like because she's so far away, even though she has great service, just how far that the, the data has to travel, she has a bit more lag. Right. You know? And and even a little bit of lag, I mean, weight of the land will get you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I um, think they need to do away with a majority of the, the one-hit kills. And then the challenge should come from, like I like uh, Jux said, if you randomize the moves, then you're not sitting here jumping rope and waiting for the next thing. Right. You're actually paying attention to the fight and you're trying to react. And I, I really want to uh, bring up a point that, uh, that that Fusion brought up in the chat room. Uh, there there still was an order for pulls and stuff for Dynamis. And, and while that's true, that only was really contingent on one player being able to know and make those pulls with the rest of the group being being able to provide support and DPS, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so if the one person, you know, if the the one or two people that knows the order of the polls, it, it, there's, you know, you know what I mean. Plus, like, it's not contingent on the entire group to know the order of the polls. You can just sort of fake it and the follow thing, everyone. The other thing you have to remember too is that it wasn't like a set in stone thing. You know, different groups might have decided to handle things differently and have different orders to do them in. Right. Yeah. That's that's true too. I mean, and, and but there was. You know, there was a certain way to be able to communicate all of those things easily, quickly, and and so that everyone was able to understand and so that people weren't getting... I mean, and then there's also the burnout factor that you experience while you're doing raids and failing, um, you know, which seems to be way increased on FF14 versus FF11. People give stuff 15 minutes and then they're like, all right, fuck it, I'm out. Sometimes not even that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's the, you know... Something goes wrong on the first pull. Fuck it, they're out. If you know? I uh, do my expert roulette and get put into Lost City, and the tank says I don't know how to do doors, I'm gone. I'll admit you it. You put that on the tank? The tank? Well, no, the tank? no, no, no. <laughs> if the tank has never done it before, and I, I don't know, if there's just if there's somebody who knows how to do it, okay, cool, right? But if I go in and... Why and would you expect the tank to know that, though? Not necessarily. I mean, I've, I've, not, not, nothing but stand there. I've, <laughs> done, I've done thousands of Lost Cities. I don't mean like the, the, the tank has to do the doors himself, right? But if I go in there and I think this particular one that I'm talking about, the tank's like, this is my second time in here. I didn't get to do the fight. And I think the healer was like, yeah, don't worry me either. And I'm just like, ugh. Because I've even done it a few times and I still don't quite... Like when I do it with Juxta, he can mark the doors for me, and then I can do it. But I just I don't like learning that fight with people. Now I'm out. I'd rather wait thirty minutes and requeue. Elitist. Yeah. Hey, sorry, dude. That responsibility is on you as the DPS. You should know how to do doors. That uh, that especially, should have been the one thing you meh. learned for that dungeon. Especially, especially. range DPS. Seriously. Meh. Oh, look at one. You are the time. worst. I don't know if you noticed, but meh. when you open the doors, the symbols pop up again, and you can just... Yeah, I know, but meh. <laughs> yeah. It is hard to cut anyway. while you're moving. God, you are the worst. Meh. I think what I noticed in the article that I thought was a good point is when it talked about how a fight should get gradually harder based on your screw-ups. And I think he brought up turn four, and I think that's a perfect example. Yeah, no, um, I, that, that is a good example, so, yeah. Yeah, if, if you screw up a heal or you screw up a DPS at the beginning, it, it becomes a little more challenging, but it's not an insta-wipe. Right. And as long as your healers and your DPS are like right on the money you can catch up and you can still win pretty easily or i mean maybe you struggle but you can still win it's not an instant wipe you have quite a few opportunities to fuck up before you completely have to say okay just wipe it totally where in most occasions now especially they kept bringing up the voice streak thing from turn seven that if someone petrifies i mean anyone other than like a melee dps you're fucked (laughs) like it's just game over and it's so it's so frustrating even that's what's stupid too is that having done it a million times sometimes we one shot t7 and then there are nights where we're doing it for hours and hours because for some reason like someone will petrify someone else or this will go or that will and it's just ah i don't know it's very rage inducing for many people and if there was just a way that like if the tank gets petrified you can't win like game over and i just feel like there's got to be some kind of way to like keep the mechanic interesting because i think it's a very unique mechanic but like not make it an instant wipe if that happens i just i don't know i think overall that seems to be the biggest like bottom line or concern is like your mechanic is basically don't get hit or you die right right and well i, I and and i i've i've said this a couple of times on the show the ultima hard mode i think is a great example of a fight that is you know both somewhat challenging and also provides enough leeway so that you know a tank can go down and be recovered and you can still recover the fight right like juxta yeah. you and i did did yeah. Ultima hard mode. Did you get the same sort of feeling off that fight? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I felt like it was one of those. It's one of the few fights that I've experienced in fourteen where I was like, "Wow, this actually kind of feels properly balanced." Um, and I'm not sure what about it made it feel properly balanced, uh, but there, you know, there's enough chance for recovery. There's enough chance where. Uh, you know, if you have, even if you have three or four people down that you can still eke out that win. And I think that that's a really important thing for MMOs. The insta-wipe mechanic is a bummer mechanic. 
it's a total bummer because then you got to start from fucking scratch and and it sucks it's sort of like you know i feel like in ff11 uh the dev team relied really heavily on mechanics like hate resets. And in this, they're relying really heavily on mechanics like insta death. And both of those are, I mean, they're effective, but they're not very fun. They're not very fun. I, yeah. Personally, as far as looking for, for fun mechanics go, I think that maybe what they need to take a look at doing is finding different ways for people to, how to, how to phrase this, to do things in the actual fight. Um, for example, um, and it wasn't, wasn't necessarily done very good, but in Castrum um, Meridians or whatever the fuck that one is, where you get to get into like the cannons to blast things down. Yeah. That's something that's different. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Or, um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll use some examples from the only other MMO that I really played that's done this, but, you know, World of Warcraft. Like there's uh, one fight with the uh, fucking Blood Queen where she like bites certain people. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And basically gives you more powers, and then you then have to bite somebody else before you... And you kind of, like, pass things along. That sounds like Alec and Rot, and that's... Uh, oh, is that what... Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it doesn't give you powers, but if you... But the thing is, with that is, it's also an insta-death. If you don't pass it along to someone before the time yeah, expires, see, you wipe everyone. I'm pretty sure in, in what I remember completely, but if, if you screw up, you die, but you don't necessarily screw Sorry, other people right. over... I don't. It's been a long time since I've done it. So, done which one? Uh, no, the 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 rat that uh, Nick is talking about is oh, more no, yeah. like the it's more like the Arthas Lich King rat. Okay, because I was gonna say in in a situation like that, if you die, you know, that makes it progressively harder without necessarily just dooming everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that's maybe what they need to look into is instead of looking for new patterns for us to memorize, is actually give us new things in the fight that we have to do oh perfect example um when you're in the isgabine dungeon uh stone vigil yeah and isgabine comes back when you're fighting the second to last boss and you have to like use the the cannons the cannons to yeah, blow yeah, out yeah. Of the air. things like that to wait, take wait. a look at that's like the second to first boss i think there's three second to first <laughs> yeah i don't know what that, that means i don't think it is <laughs> i think he's trying to do a play on words and he just failed at it second to first yeah just a second. Yeah, I think second would be proper. <laughs> <laughs> I was making fun of Talo second to last. Um, but no, I, I agree. Mechanics like that, I do. I think make uh, certain fights way more interesting and uh, way more engaging. Um, and uh, and and just the the repetition and and the. Uh, the the static nature of of that repetition. Every single fight is exactly the same every single time, and you either know the pattern or you don't. Um, you know, I I'm not sure that I can offer any any way to do it better. Uh, but uh, but it, it it definitely is something that uh, I as a player have noticed. Um, Ryaku in the chat brought this up, and I thought that this was a really good point. It is better than the wipe, and you can't do the fight again until you get the claim slash pop item slash wait for re-enter uh, that FFXI had. Um, and I totally agree with that, uh, except for, you know, maybe that doesn't work for, like, DPS cues for Crystal Tower or something yeah. that, <laughs> that, that Kyle mentioned a little bit later. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, uh, I'm not sure what exactly they need to do. Um, I'm not sure that, that necessarily randomizing things absolutely fixes it. Um, I, and, and I like a lot of the suggestions that have been uh, put forth here today. I think, uh, I think all of those have been really good. Um, I just feel like it seems like they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, they made free company, which is exactly what they wanted, like a link shell from 11 to be like a group, right. of, like a lot of people who can tackle content, but there isn't content for a lot of people. So you get a free company of like 10 friends who just want to buy a house and it def completely defeats the purpose of what a free company is supposed to be so i think until they get content like they said even if crystal tower was queuable as a full alliance that would give some kind of reason to have a big group of people with content to tackle and i just mm. they're just missing that i think something that they could look in and i hate saying this because it's one of the, the aspects that that i never quite liked about world of warcraft but i mean i guess in, in a situation like this when it comes to the free companies it's something that they could maybe take a page from their book from but having bigger and smaller like you can go in as either a smaller group 
or a bigger group, and maybe that adjusts right. the difficulty as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how much extra work necessarily goes into something like that if it's just adjusting numbers. But making or, an event scalable, what? is that what you're talking yeah, about? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sort of like what they're doing with front lines. How if you can't get uh, 24 v 24 v 24 mm-hmm. fast enough, it'll scale it down. That's actually, that's a really I interesting idea. One of, one of the biggest problems that I had with that in World of Warcraft was then you had... Like, they felt like they needed to give better rewards for people that went in with more. So then there was higher item levels than that as opposed to the other one, which gets kind of annoying. But I think if you just give more rewards, you know, you have a bigger chance at a loot pool. And there are some people out there that like the challenge that goes into trying to manage a larger scale operation than a smaller scale one. I don't think they necessarily need to scale it. I think what, I mean, in the article, he actually brought this up too, that if you go into Dynamis with, you know, like, however the maximum amount of people 64 or whatever you'll be able to steamroll the content but not very many people will get gear whereas you go in with a group of like higher geared higher level higher skilled players but a smaller group you'll be able to gear really quickly and and get through the content really quickly so i think what they should allow us to be able to do is for things like titan hard now for those of us who have gotten like all the jobs and we just want to get our relics let us go in with like four people it'll be harder for us more fun and we can do it because of the gear and the skill that we have whereas the people who still need eight people can do that we should be able to just kind of make go in with six or eight or four i don't really see the need to force us to go into a certain amount of you know what i mean i don't i don't think they need to scale it i think they can leave it the exact same difficulty as it is but people with higher gear can go in with less amount of people and oh, i see i see what you're saying I, I understand that but how does yeah. that address the situation you just brought up where people make a free company and they only need eight to ten people good point that well, I mean, this is more for older content staying valid. Mm-hmm. Is I guess what I'm saying um, to keep old content interested, interesting for the players who have been around. For new content, I think they should look into bigger scale things in the future. Bigger uh, scale things. <laughs> well, it, but but here's the thing, and uh, and you know, to kind of go along with with our Crystal Tower discussion from the first part of uh, uh, of the episode here, um, the uh, from the dev team, the dev team has said that. The, uh, you know, the challenge that's going to be presented through Crystal Tower is going to be about the same challenge that was presented through the first round of Crystal Tower editions. Uh, you know, so it's going to be stuff that we steamroll the first time. There's the, It's not going to be content that you got to try and try and try again. It's going to be, you know. Uh, pretty, you know, pretty straightforward, maybe not straightforward it mechanics, but I mean, right away. I well, crystal the first crystal tower was pretty steam. I don't think I ever the amount of times or I wait, oh, I have the I, amount of times people would kill skeletons on the same freaking bone dragon platform and wipe the raid was so infuriating. The amount of times people would not do the meteors right in King Behemoth. I mean, I've wiped in Crystal Tower more times than I'm. Yeah, but I've no, but but have you ever failed Crystal Tower? Straight up failed the whole thing. Not like rage, yeah, qu- not out. not rage right, quit, but timed, timed, out. Never timed out. Never timed out. Not and once. And I think there was one time where everyone just quit. Not yeah. But, I mean that that's I, that's a little bit different. But I, it just it it's not it's not the same. I don't I don't feel like it's the same thing though. It just feels again. It just feels like content that you know. Okay, fine. At first, it's going to be a little bit challenging, but it's not. It's not really going to present a challenge for much of our player base. Which I think is good in a sense because it's actually it's it's stuff that has mechanics. But if you know one alliance or two people fuck up, it's not going to kill the entire raid. But then I think they should also allow people to go in with less people in the future or more people. I don't know. I just think there needs to be some kind of I don't know. I'm not sure the word I'm looking for here. Adjustability. <laughs> I don't know. Flexibility. Scale Scal- or flexibility. There's a good flexibility. Thing. Yeah. I like flexible things. I mean, I don't know. That's why I'm not a game developer. But I feel like it's just missing something. something. No, something. I, I I agree. One of the one of the things um, that I like to point out, and, and I know that I've mentioned it. I think the last time that we had a discussion that that was similar to this was how when you're about to wipe in, let's say FF11, for example, just the way that it was designed and the way that that it ended up being was, if you just had a few good players left. You could recover. There were ways to do that. Right. Besides yeah. a level three limit break, you, once you start going down, that's it. That's, you might you yeah, might as yeah, well yeah. wipe it and start all over again. 
Um, the the story I've told about the time that I think it was yeah, Suzaku. Yeah, so you tanked Suzaku, perfect dodge, tanked it forever, everyone got up. No, that's a valid point, it. though. The yeah, person, I agree. The article point said dick. this, too. That valid people are point. that the the good players are able to say you know like I carried you with my amazing skill because I'm a good player and I could keep everyone up versus right now where if some per, where person dies everyone's saying nope you suck get out of the raid yeah it's very different either way the, the the advanced player has a sense of like I'm a good player but one way it's like I'm able to carry this group and it's a good thing versus you all suck and it's a bad thing so there's a big difference there. No, I, what's going on right now. I, I totally agree. Because, yeah, I, I mean, it does seem like the first thing that people do up, upon failure is assign blame. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's never it's it's it never is, you know, why was the group responsible? It's why was this one person responsible? More often than not, it's the tank. Tanks suck. <laughs> Yet I just got actually, yelled at for leaving a thing after tank. the tank said he was new. I've managed to carry people through Ifrits and Titans as a warrior tank before. It it, it happens on occasion. Um, when we did a uh, Titan for uh for me and Davies um relic, uh, you I think brought in a healer friend of yours that I feel like just was was a tremendous help as opposed to you know Titan groups that I've been in before. Like you can just tell that the heels were way above what they normally would have been in that kind of situation. So I think in very few situations, having a player that's, you know, really, really geared or really, really good does help, but it's not usually that person can save things when it really starts going downhill in like a pinch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those, I think those create some of the most interesting oh, and definitely. the most fun moments of playing an MMO. Definitely those can be very memorable and very defining. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it can also make reputations, mm. too. I mean, think about how many players had great reputations for being able to be that one clutch player that gets through the end of the fight. Uh-huh. Or, um, and, and I think this might actually come from the fact that a lot of the content now is... Um, it's in instances and rather than out in the real world. And when you go into instances, they have that whole like sort of pre-made sort of feel to it. Right. But uh, I have a friend of mine who she always played like Summoner and Beastmaster and Red Mage and FF11. And her whole thing was she could basically just do everything on her own. Right. And that was one of the things that she loved was going out and being able to solo things. that other people said, you can't do that. That cannot be done. Yeah. And she would spend days and days and days on an NM until it was downed because that's what she found well there is there is no true solo class in this in this game true um yeah which i think they don't let you do anything solo because raids you require four or eight people right right i I think it would be interesting to get a um a a more solo based job that you know if they were able to open up dungeons like we're talking about that would be able to uh to complete some of that content i mean there are players now who will go in with four and then just say guys stay at the beginning i'm gonna solo this i mean there was there was some summoner or scholar was it a scholar probably um well actually i I can't i can't remember what it was but i i i I heard someone being able to uh solo wanderer's palace so you know that's that's pretty interesting um no i think it was a summoner they can like I think they posted like videos of them. So yeah, like somebody somebody did levels. post videos of it. But I, between I, between dots and pets, I could see that. There's been a lot of yeah. fates that I can't solo on Black Mage that I've done on Bard, just because you can always be moving and running, right? And repelling, right? Scathing, scathe kiting. So an interesting uh, interesting article. We'll have a uh, link to this post uh, that we've been talking about uh, on the episode posting on LimitBreakRadio.com if you'd like to take a look. It's a really good, uh, really interesting, well-thought-out post. You may not agree with everything in there, um, but uh, it's still definitely worth the read. It, it, there's, uh, there's a good reason that this... Uh, this made the rounds uh, in the FF14 community. I think it was all over Reddit, and um, a lot of people were talking about this. So uh, if you want to check it out, we'll have a link to it at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. All right, we're getting pretty close to the end of part two here uh, on Limit Break Radio, but before we do, I want to bring in another caller. Oh, not this <laughs> one. Oh, ah! <laughs> Thanks, Nero. You're welcome. I bet he knows how to do that. Now. Well, Ryuko, Ryu, Ryuko was Ryoku, Ryoku yeah. whatever, uh, was responsible for putting us in the echo hole last time. So I guess we had to expect it. Ryuku, what's up? Ryoku, whatever. 
<laughs> so we <laughs> how you doing? Yeah, I'm obviously Raichu. <laughs> How's it going? Good, good. Raikou, uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Uh, so, uh, so did you uh, did you want to add uh, your two cents to this uh, end game discussion that we've been uh, having here? Yeah, for the most part, it's like I think people are getting too nostalgic when they think about end game, especially when you want to compare eleven and in the fact that it's like if you really think about the mechanics of eleven and and break down mechanics, they were very simplistic compared to. MMOs that came out after after it. Yeah, they were. I mean, and, and a lot of that had to, I'm sure, had to do with the time that it was being released. Like, you know, it was 2002. The only things... Uh, PS2 limitations. Well, the only other the only other MMOs that were really popularized at that point were Ultima Online and EverQuest. So, uh, and if I if I remember correctly, most of FF11 was sort of designed after this EverQuest model uh, that existed at the time. So, well, yeah, I agree. A lot of the mob mechanics were a lot more simplized, uh, simpler, sim, sim, simplistic, simplistic. There it is. Uh, while, Words. While while uh, while a lot of the mechanics were a lot more simplistic uh it 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 seems like a limitation that the developers were using to their advantage it allowed fights to be more interesting and more engaging on on a certain level than than the fights in ff14 do um i and 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 some of that may have had to do with the ps2 limitations that they were working with or they just the inherent game limitations or network limitations that they were working with at the time we do have faster network speeds now and that uh, allows for things like much quicker cast times uh to expect players to be able to react to or dodging 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 yes <laughs> which is i think where they were going with it i think that they saw the simplistic pink and spank of a lot of other mmos they saw the boring sit around for three hours and camp a stupid thing and that's why i think they went overboard on the mechanics of this game and i think right. there needs to be a balance personally right right because i i think i mean in terms of you know contemporaries for for FF14, you know, there are a lot more mechanics that other games that have come up with in uh in that in that uh amount of time that they've just sort of hijacked. Fates were sort of hijacked from Guild Wars 2. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of different uh you know, a lot of different areas to which in which you can pull from. Um so yeah, on the one hand, I agree that FF11 was a little bit more simplistic. Uh, but I'm I'm not sure that being more complex or more complicated or trying to uh, you know trying to overcompensate for some of those failings that FF11 had has done what the dev team thought it was going to do for FF14. Uh, I would in fact say that it kind of did the opposite because sure a lot of the mechanics quote unquote in uh, Final Fantasy XI may have been simplistic, but I think what it did is it gave a sort of sandbox environment that allowed you to just jump in and make your own strategies out of it exactly so it was simple in design it was simple but in execution it was a lot more complex and this is so complex in design that it then makes the mechanics simplized jump rope right well and 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 this goes all the way back to our ninja discussion that we had at the very very beginning of the show look at how much of a sandbox ff11 was allowed to be they made ninja a tank even years after the community it had been established as one the the dev team is still like we don't know what you mean by ninjas a tank because that was never their vision even in even in interviews now yoship is like we never we never wanted ninja to be a tank and it's not going to be a tank in this game and and so that was always the intention that ninja was not supposed to be a tank in ff11 mm -hmm. but the system was open enough that people figured out oh well you you know if you've got shadows up that's a great way to mitigate damage and you can the recast is short enough that you can keep a constant cycle of them up it became a tank yeah i think it's funny how you guys are saying it's so sandboxy that you could basically do whatever you wanted but then there would be no 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 not not we're not going that far <laughs> but people would wanted to make uh, a hybrid paladin but making a warrior sub white mage and that did not work at all or like samurai sub summoner to make a monstrosity sandbox doesn't necessarily mean that everything you try is going to work right i'm just saying most things don't work there ninja I mean, is a special case because seriously why would you give 
a class, the ability to dodge anything, let alone dodge any three things right after another, each other. But it was balanced because AoEs. Yeah. Take away all your shadows. And maybe they expect a ninja to have such elite DPS that it'd be pulling hate all the time. <laughs> that did, that, did, that didn't come. That, yeah, that didn't. That didn't come to fruition for quite a while. <laughs> you know, ninjas getting a DPS boost like that. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it just it, it, you know there there is a certain rigidity involved in FF14 that was not there with FF11, and I, I I'm not sure how to take rigidity out of that equation. Um, but uh, but I know that allowing for more flexibility allowed for very unique moments of uh of fun um uh ryoku do you have any uh any uh response to that well but then again if you really th- if you think about it the, the um the the term for fun in some of the fights all depend on what type of jobs you brought because like for example the old days of the original days when you were doing kieran you had you had party steps uh strategies where the melees just sat around especially monks who did just did nothing but just stand there using using boosts until they can chi blast actually yeah that's kind of a good point but uh, that, uh, that's kind of a good point although uh, again not the way that i'm sure the fight was designed by the dev yeah, team that's at what that the point players came up with. right that's 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 a strategy that the players came up with and and it seems as if in ff14 there is none of that there is no strategy that the players come up with that the dev team didn't intend there are mechanics that you can respond to in slightly varying ways and i mean slightly and we're talking about positioning or uh, you know who's who's next in line to get what mechanic. Those are the very small differences that you get. But in terms of being, you know, you can't. Could you have a monk sit on a sidelines for a fight in FF14 and and wait for him to to do one specific thing? It's just it's not something that that doesn't even exist in in FF14. And so was was that was that necessarily a fun mechanic in FF11? No, but it it was something that the community came up with. Something else that you have to know in relation to that, though, was that wasn't necessarily to say that that's all monks could do. One of the problems with FF11 was when they when you find out what the most efficient way to do something is, that's all you're allowed to do. Yeah, yeah, that actually is a good point. That's a good point. So, I mean, you know, obviously FF11 wasn't a perfect game either, um, but I do kind of feel as if, and I don't, feel free to back me up here, that the endgame content was definitely more engaging than the FF14 endgame content. I don't oh, know. Come on, no, because right now, <laughs> being a hardcore eleven link shell, I I don't I don't agree. Just because I was in a link shell that was JP and a merge, and they literally expected whoever was on at any time JP time zone or American time zone to be camping the three kings, to be camping Tiamat, to be camping everything. Literally, you had no time to do anything else because you were camping three okay. hour windows after another. After but another, again, after is that an inherent flaw with the game itself, or, or was the that users? yeah? Was Just that the because group? that's what they're making you do, or they expect you to do? Doesn't that mean was that what the end game was though. But that, that you, doesn't you mean the content is any less how, engaging. Well, the, no, but you did have to do that. To be able to be competitive to in Endgame. Yes, and to be able to claim it, and not only, I mean, not only be competitive, but then you have to claim it as well, right. which made people use bots and all that, yada, yada. And right, the right, way, right, right, right. The way you think a three-hour window, th- every 30 minutes you have 30 seconds of a chance that it might spawn and you might claim it, that's not engaging at all. All right, but what about some of the other stuff that was added further down the line? Yeah. Nizul Isle, that Salvage. Much- that's other expansions, though. Right now, we're yeah. at pre-Tier, pre-Rise of Zealark. Oh, so we can, we can only use those as comparisons <laughs> for the end game right now. No, I think For the end game? Like- no, because they should have learned stuff from that. Okay, so you get up to TUAU. The, That's the, it, though. The, 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 <laughs> That's whole, it. the whole point about A Realm Reborn was that they've taken stuff that they've learned from both Western and Eastern MMOs, and they've taken that inspiration to design this one. I'm not. Sh- I'm not so sure because I think A Realm Reborn was just a desperate attempt to fix what well, was broken. That's also something they've that they stated though. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, uh, Ryoku, thanks for the call. It was a very interesting discussion. Thank you, discussion. Rococo. Uh, do, <laughs> Thank you, Ryoku. Do, do, uh, do you have any quick shout-outs before, uh, before you take off here? 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to give a quick shout for to the free company that I was on, on in uh, Hyperion, which is called Dead Pepper. Dead Pepper? Yep. Dead Pepper. Shout out. Is that an FF9 reference? Is yes, it? yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Ryuku. We appreciate it. Yep. You guys have a good night. Yeah, you too. Uh, that was I, that was a very interesting, uh, very interesting discussion, um, and and I think that was a good uh, good chat about Endgame here. Um, so we are about uh, six minutes over uh, over our time here for part two of Limit Break Radio. Uh, but uh, don't worry, we'll be back with a part three. If you're listening on uh, Twitch.tv, we'll be back in uh, 15 to maybe 30 minutes, depending on how much Ugh, we need. It's like a freaking sauna in it's here. It's like an oven. It's really ridiculous. I'm taking my pants off next episode. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, gross. As long as your character takes their pants off, too. I can't. My character's at home. Have uh, you got- I yeah. could lock him in for F- Right? Off. I'm leaving now. I'm not even staying for the outro. Get you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the bathroom again. Uh, but uh, but if you're listening on Twitch, we'll be back in about uh, 15 to 20 minutes. And with uh, with part three, we're going to be going over some emails, some FMFFLs. We've got a lot of FMFFLs that you guys have been sending in. Thanks for that. Uh, we've got some Fapping the Realm to check out. And uh, we're going to be reading uh, some more recent uh, elitist party finder tweets. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun on part three. Check us out on the web, www.limitbreakradio.com. You can get show notes for uh, all the things that we've been talking about here today, uh, as well as check out past episodes and uh and uh do a lot of cool stuff you can connect with us send us email hosts at limitbreakradio.com we'd like to get more uh more emails to the show if possible uh so the best way to do that hosts at limitbreakradio.com remember you too can call the show live if you're listening live on twitch.tv add us on skype the username is limit break radio or you can call us at 810-515-8715 make sure to follow us on facebook that's facebook.com slash Limit Break Radio and follow us on Twitter. That's at Limit Break Radio. So that's going to do it for part two of Limit Break Radio today here. I want to thank you guys for listening on the Twitch and thank you guys for listening at home on the podcast. Uh, Check us out next time. My name's Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV is a trademark of Square Enix. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV covers at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. (laughs) 